Betty's, let's get to Jones. So you mentioned well, Joan. You know, I, 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 you know, my favorite period for Joan is from Mildred Pierce right up until probably Queen Bee. I am the same with you. I I really love the work there. Oh, Flamingo Road! I love Flamingo Road. And who's Pierce? I think Mildred Pierce is apart from being a Joan Crawford movie. Is it's a Michael Curtiz classic. It is so wonderful. Mixing the genres, the film, you know, the fem- the female films with the film noir was such a brilliant idea. And adding the murder, you know, um, you know, that, that that whole idea of putting the murder in was such a good idea. You know, it was it was it's just wonderful. But I love Flamingo Road. I just I just love that. Movie. Lane. Remember? She played Lane. And of course, yeah, there's. <laughs> I'm not a carnival girl. You want to go? No, Joan, you're not a girl at all. Right. Better, better 50. <laughs> right. So she was really, oh, you know, she's wearing that horrible hairstyle. She's like a hoochie coochie girl and, doing and, the and dancing. She's supposed to get a waitress. She's a waitress. And, and the girl that they give her to be her girlfriend is Gertrude Michael, who's easily old, as old as she is. You know, they're like, they're both like these old waitresses who are going out with these <laughs> young guys because they're putting out, you know. But it's funny. Again, Zachary Scott, they're reunited yeah. again, and he is like the ineffectual sort of cuckolded kind of weaselly, weak man oh, uh, yeah. fielding Carlisle, and he's wrapped around the finger. He's a hometown boy. He's a sheriff wearing a cowboy hat, and he picks up Joan when she when the, the carnival gets run out of town, and Joan stays there because she's tired of being the hoochie-coochie I'm carnival I'm tired chick. of being the carnival girl. <laughs> So he gets and, her a waitress. Sydney game. Green Street. Oh, Sydney Green Street. I love him. He when he says to her, "You know, I've never been able to figure out if you're awfully smart or awfully stupid." <laughs> and dr- then let's take another uh, glass of milk. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Gladys George. Gladys George. Gladys. Oh, couldn't you just? Don't you? Lula May. Her? I adore her. Oh, Ludie May. Ludie May. When she watches Sydney Green Street go up the stairs, and she's looking at his ass, and she says, "You know, no matter how many times you see it, I still can't believe." It. <laughs> <laughs> and David Bryan is in it again. And oh, he was. How, he was one of the ugliest men. How you do you think like so? Him? I thought he was. Oh cute. my God, he is. Just so he's so God. He he always looks like like they found some old truck driver and put him into a tux. To me, I I don't know. I don't get it. But Joan liked him. She was she had a big thing, and he he survived working with her. A lot of people the, didn't want to work with her. So well, yeah. yeah, he worked with he worked with Joan and Betty in the same year because he did Flamingo Road and he did Beyond the Forest. He survived them both in one year. It's Not amazing. Bad. Not bad. So Flamingo Road is a must watch, and it is. Oh. You know, Joan, the wrong side of the tracks, and she has this thing. And and then the little goody two-shoes, spoiled brat, probably prom queen that... Field. Virginia Houston, yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. supposed to marry her, and he does marry her, and she's just Miss Boring. He just wants him some of that lane, yeah. uh, Joan. And it's a really good film. Another one you have put down is The Damn Don't Cry. Oh, definitely. Jacqueline DeWitt. 
Oh my God! Anybody Murder who looks good in a peplum, yeah, and anybody who looks as good in a peplum as you do is, is going to go places, honey. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't love her though, Mona Plash? Oh, oh God, she's so great, Patricia, Patricia. That's the one where she starts out as where she starts out as Ethel Whitehead, Joan <laughs> and ends up Lorna Hansen Forbes. Yes, the socialite with David Bryan. I, I had a boyfriend one Christmas who gave me for Christmas gave me stationery that said Lorna Hansen Forbes. <laughs> I would have loved that. What a great gift! <laughs> it's a good movie. It's good. It Joan is like a, you know just. A real sad sack. Who, who's in it? Kent Smith to me is like a cardboard. He's oh, a again, cardboard. again, another one. You know, Kent. You know, <laughs> he just, he just yes. under. he's like he's a better. total snoresville. Total. Oh yeah, he really is. He just he was he just, and he always plays losers like that. You know, um, you know who else is is um, is really good in a surprising way is uh, Geraldine Fitzgerald in Three Strangers. Oh, I like that one. But the lottery oh, she ticket. She is yeah. a diabolical bitch in that movie. She's unbelievable. That's the one where she puts the cigarette out in her fiance's hand. <laughs> You know, she's, oh, she's just great. That's a Peter Laurie, Sydney Greenstreet. For those of you who don't know, um, Peter Laurie and Sydney Greenstreet made like seven movies wow. together. And they're all good. There was a, one of the great, they always talk about the great love couples. Well, this was one of the great couples of movies. These two paired up in so many great movies together. And they and, were Mutt and Jeff to the max. Oh, yes. Yeah. Tiny little uh, Peter Laurie, that voice, Sidney Greenstreet, this big hulking guy. Uh huh. They were just a really good duo. And, they uh, were. Yes, they were a dynamic duo, if we will. Oh, Mask of Demetrius. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Zachary. Great. Zachary. Oh, no, his first movie. That he was so, he was so terrific in that too, and such a slime ball in that, and it's so good. He's and one of my favorite everything. wormy creeps of all time. Oh yeah, yeah, but oh my god, again the thing that you know, and he, his style is de- definitely a, a thing of the past. He's definitely caught in that you know that sort of era for that look, that pencil thin mustache and stuff. But there's something that look, you know, he looked at a he, when he looked at a woman, you knew exactly what was on his mind, and it was really cool, you know. He, and I love that anyone who wears ascots and rocks the ascots is my kind of guy because I, you know, if I ever did merchandise for two stories of Tinseltown, one of them would be an ascot. That's something I'm really thinking about if I ever have it. Because, you know, own it, baby. Own that ascot. Walk it. Exactly. Exactly. You know who there's a – let's talk for a minute about the males who played the same story. The one I'm thinking about is Kurt Kruger. Do you know who he is? Yes. He is the blonde German actor. He always played gigolos. And he was gorgeous. He was very gorgeous. And he he was always blackmailing the women that he was with, like in Dark Corner. <laughs> you know, he would. You know, I've got your I've got your letters. How much are they worth it to you? You know, and they would always. Oh, I love you. I love you. You know, can I get my letters? Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> you know? He was so. He and Helmut Dantine. I could have lied. They always were like. Woo, you know? Didn't you also Ooh. love Philip Dawn? Who Philip Dawn? 
Oh, yes. But Philip Dorn always talked with marbles in his mouth. He did. He this, and there's this movie that he did with, with Joan Crawford called Reunion in France. I love that one with John Wayne. What a yes. funny Yes, oh, my film. God. It's so great. It's such a camp I love that movie. Hi, Mike. He says to Joan, he says, she's a, he, he says to Joan, um, uh, when the Nazis come, the Rolling Stones are rolling, and the water gets out of Paris. <laughs> and you can't, you go, and you see her look at her face like, Huh? And then she just goes, Viva la France. Viva la France. She's supposed to be a resistance fighter. How she she fights the Nazis by getting a job at a couturier shop. I know. Isn't that right? And they all like love her because she was such a biatch to them later. Oh, yes, she really is. And she says, and and whenever she can't, she looks at him and she says, Why don't we leave Paris and move to France? (laughs) What? Yeah, where, honey? We are getting, you know, lady, where are you? And John Wayne will say, John Wayne is the paratrooper, and he says, He's really American, mashed potatoes, and... Yeah, I gotta tell you something, you are (laughs) France, and she goes, Viva la France. Yes. Mike? I love that movie. And she's gowned to the hilt. Oh my God, she looks gorgeous in that movie. She really looks beautiful, and I love that movie, and Jamie, who, uh, you know, is our fan, who listens to this, he he listened to all the movies we were telling him about, and he loves Monty Bergman, and he told me on his own we didn't talk about that he loved uh reunion in france oh he yeah really it's, loved that it's great even even the production it's a jules dassin movie it's and wonderful. even the, and even the the like the, the table that, that they go to the nazi dinner is shaped like a swastika yeah john carradine is wonderful yes, carradine, oh my yes. god lovey yes. howell again lovey yeah. natalie Elvis schaefer Boston. Mm-hmm. Natalie, oh, oh, I want that dress. I want that dress. I want Fair that pound. And it's so funny, yeah. you know, that the sizes go up. They have this one woman trying. Oh, is he the latest thing? Yes, and, it's and, like yes, tense. That's <laughs> she feeds. She she hooks up these these uh, these heavy women in gowns that are too tight. Oh, that looks wonderful. And then she goes, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, that's a that's a that's a glam fest. There's so many funny. wonderful films, but you know, well, I think that you know, I, I also. Think that we can't we can't get off this topic really without talking about Claire Trevor and Claire Trevor was just she was just amazing in these films you know I mean Murder My Sweet oh my God she is just she's but you mentioned Key Largo which she got her Oscar for it and then but she could equally play the murderous Murder My Sweet she's got those. 1940s pompadour hairdo. Yes. Amazing. Steely and uh, born to kill. Oh my God. Evil. And it's funny because this is the only time I saw Jones. What was he? Your third husband, Philip Terry. Yes, yes. I mean, wrote it. I don't know why Joe married him because he's like, but he's in that. You can check out yeah. if you see uh, Born to Kill because I just had, did a show on Lawrence Tierney who played the bad boy. Yeah. And did, um, talk, did I talk to you about my Lawrence Tierney no, story? No, you did not. Tell me. I, I went into a. Uh, this was back in the early, in the late seventies. I used to go to this movie memorabilia store over on um, Fifth Avenue in like the late seventies, eighties. Oh, not Fifth Avenue, but Third Avenue, and it was sold movie memorabilia. And I went in there one day, and there was this big hulking guy looking at this folder. And I heard him say, "Yeah, then I did this one. Yeah, then I did this one." <laughs> and I went over, and it, and I didn't know who he was. The guy was so beat up, and I mean, like like black eye and cuts on his Poor face soul, yeah. and he walked out and I said, excuse me, 
who is that? And the guy said, you believe it or not, that's Lawrence Tyranny. And he showed me the file and I couldn't believe it. He, you know, he was such a bad alcoholic and he had he would he just was in trouble all the time and he was oh it was so sad it was i i i couldn't get over it. he really he he really had been beaten beaten up really bad um and then he you know he kind of had a comeback then he did um you know he did uh the, that uh, quentin tarantino movie that's a funny story about that too but i did that like i said a guy wrote a book on lawrence tierney and i had him on i think two weeks ago uh, and it was it was really good talked about all his troubles and everything yeah, so he was yeah. amazing and uh what a sad story truly I, he was a yeah. tough guy in real life and in oh yeah he, was, he really was his his screen persona was very much like his real persona he was very volatile is the word i think yeah and he was also provoked a lot because people okay tough guy you're so tough trunks want oh, you know yeah. how they do they want to oh, yeah. he got beat up a lot as well he, he well yeah beat I, up obviously, a lot of people. obviously and you know of course you know alcohol fueled that doesn't help matters either. no so he was just a, a sad but sad. born to kill born to kill is is really amazing and done by one of the most unusual and versatile directors that never gets the credit he should, which is Robert Wise. Robert Wise directed so many different types of films, and he did this movie, and, and it's, it's one of the great noirs. It's really kinky. It's so kinky. It really you is. Know, Isabel Jewell. I love Isabel uh, Jewell. I'm a real big you know, fan of hers, yeah. Oh, yeah, and uh, and Esther Howard, who plays the old bag in Yeah, that who's movie. trying, she wants to solve the murder of her friend, yeah, who is Isabel Jewell. Yeah. Yeah. And Elijah yeah. Cook, <laughs> Elijah Cook in one of uh, in a great role. And it's so funny; he's it's, jealous. Lawrence Tierney thinks that he uh, Claire Trevor's got the hots for him. And, and this is Elijah Cook. I know, yeah. I know. It's such a such a strange combination. But it's such but a it's fun really, movie. Oh, it is. It really moves, and it's and uh, and Claire is just ha- has so many layers because she's the wealthy socialite who's who's kinky. You but know, she's not really wealthy. She's she's living off the kindness of I don't know if that's her cousin or whatever. She's really wealthy. The and Lawrence Tierney ends up marrying her not because he loves her, but because he wants all that money. And Claire Trevor. She's she's sort of like the secondhand row, sort of like the Olivia de Havilland and whatever happened to uh, Baby, not Jane, Jane uh, the other one, Hush Hush Charlotte, Charlotte right? Charlotte, yeah. Charlotte. So, yeah, so she was sort of secondhand Rose and had to live off of her, I don't know if it was her cousin's handouts or something like that, uh-huh. or she went to live with him. But it's a really good movie. Did and we- Claire is kind of plotting to kill that cousin, isn't she? She wants Lawrence Tierney to kind of kill the cousin, doesn't she? Of course, because she wants yeah. him for her, she yeah. wants the money for her, but then she, yeah. she pleads with Philip Terry, who is Joan's third husband, or fourth husband, and he is just such a drip. I yeah, just, I there's really, I don't remember anything else he was in. I'm looking at him to me. He's in Lost Weekend. He's Raymond. Oh, Lance the brother. brother yes, in yes, Lost yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was in a few things. And he, um, he was in a few things, but he just never got the, you know, he was too boring. He never he got really was. He was another he was like fast. He was like Gig Young without the talent. Oh, Gig you know? Young was so great. If only he knew how great he was and didn't, because uh, I loved everything Gig Young did. He was funny. Oh, yeah. You know, he Gig played Young. the second lead. He was a riot. He did so many, and he was dramatic. He was fabulous, talented, and just a waste. Such a sad waste. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, it's such a tragic end. 
Oh, my God. Such a tragic end. Um, uh, why don't you talk about some more of the guys? I, I cut you off there. Some of our oh, oh, guys. Oh, 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 yeah, well, the guys like that, you know, there there were these they were these second lead guys that would come flying in. Sometimes they were more international guys. Um but Lloyd Bridges could be, could be one of those guys. Um, you know, they were always sort of handsome off the side. One of the guys that's older that played parts like that was a guy named Paul Cavanaugh. Do you know Paul Cavanaugh? Uh, he played Joan Crawford's husband in Humoresque. Oh, yes. And, uh, he was wonderful. He was just, he was, again, he looked like an older, he's like an older Zachary Scott type, you know. He was... Uh, sophisticated. He was, yeah, sophisticated, but also... Um, uh, world-wise and and uh, and he was sort of he would keep the wives and they were they were always running out on it. <laughs> oh, poor baby, but the, I got a true poor story baby. of Tinseltown tidbit. Joan and John Garfield got along fabulously. When he first met her, allegedly, he put his hand on her her boob, one of her boobs. He tweaked her nipple. Yes, and she loved him I, from then on. It was like, oh, yes, she said, we, we, uh, she said, why you son of a. I think we're going to get along just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I Hiya, love that said, story. Hiya, Joni. Honk, honk. It's hysterical. I think that's great. Another yeah. one of yeah. these guys who are so, sort of second tier is Barry Sullivan, who did Tension. Yeah. He did. Barry Sullivan. Barry Sullivan and... Um, and McDonald Carey, I, I always thought, I always got those two confused. I, I, to, I think Barry Sullivan, I like him a lot more than McDonald Carey. McDonald Carey did soap operas, I think, at, at the end of his career. He he was good in Shadow of a Doubt. That's right? the only movie he was really good in, though. But, I mean, yeah, that yeah, no, Barry Sullivan was was good in in. A lot of things. He tension. He, he also did yeah. Queen Bee with Joan. Yeah, and the Bad and the Beautiful. He's oh, he was wonderful in that. And, that. and what are we gonna? How are we gonna get by without talking about Gloria Graham? I love Hosh. Oh, my favorite. Oh my God, my favorite. What I love, a, I love her sudden fear story. How she oh. and um she used to smack gum on the side when Joan was doing her things, and she and Jack Plants <laughs> were having an affair, and she'd be like. <laughs> popping it and smacking it and doing all these things and taunting Joan. And, uh, you know, they, I think they got into it really bad. Well, everybody just sort of watched it. You know, Gloria, Gloria was, was really a sharp cookie. She was very smart and she wanted to learn everything about movies that she could. She really was interested. So she was, she was ordered off the set, not to be around the set when Joan was on, you know, doing other things and she wasn't in. And Gloria would climb up in the rafters and watch her from up in the rafters. And that didn't go down very well. And then she, it did also didn't go down good because Gloria had a little affair with, uh, with Jack Palance. Yeah. And that's and, supposed uh, to be Joan's territory. Yes, yes. <laughs> and that was, that was off limits. Joan, speaking of Joan's territory, what about Damn Don't Cry? She gets both David Bryan and Steve Cochran. I think Steve, the 50s. I oh, agree. I quiver God. and shiver at Steve Cochran, and I'm going to do a little story on him um, oh, coming oh. up next year. But Boy, I really think he was incredibly hot, Steve Cox. He was. Wow. And what a strange life. He was he was a wild guy. I'm gonna talk he about his wild. death because I'm gonna start doing true stories of Tinseltown tidbits on Facebook on uh YouTube. And they're just gonna be like ten to fifteen minute vignettes of certain aspects of a person's life. And Steve is definitely gonna be in there. But he was oh, to yeah. me. 
uh, maybe most of you know him more from White Heat as um, yeah. uh, the Virgin- rival, right? Virginia Mayo's squeeze, who she sold through. You know, she was just a horrible woman, Virginia Mayo. Let's face it, and um, she was great. I love Virginia Mayo. Yeah, I do too. And she was really good in that film. But he, I am with you. She got you know. You don't think David? I think I don't think he has any charisma. David Bryan, um, Brian no. David, uh-huh. whatever his name is. No, no. <laughs> we'll yeah, it around. He yeah, doesn't. Steve but I don't Cochran think he's homely. Steve Cochran, they gave, and also. Be still uh, my heart, really. Yeah, the director, uh, the director gave him close-ups in, mm. in he would have given to Joan. There, there are close-ups of Steve Cochran that take your breath away in that movie. I mean, in The Damn Don't Cry. My God, he's so handsome. He's also good in Storm Warning. Oh, yes. Day and People Roger. don't know this movie. Ronald Reagan, he's not good in it, but. Uh, Doris, it's it's a serious role, and this is so good. What about that whipping scene? O M G! Wild. Let's let's go back for just a moment. I know we're jumping all over. These poor your poor listeners are going to have to take a drama meet. Uh, <laughs> the boat is rocking. What about? And I have to I have to bring this up. What about Doris Dowling in the Blue Dahlia? Oh my God! She was a real. Biatch, horrible oh, woman. She, she was deliciously horrible. Yes. Well, what I love is that they give her. Edith had designs this this LeMay outfit and has shoulder pads like a Green Bay Packer. <laughs> and then she her could, hair is done up in this forties uniform. And she, Doris Dowling, and her blonde sister counterpart Constance Dowling were the were the fabulous Dowling sisters in Hollywood at that time. <laughs> and no, I'm serious. And Doris was was Doris was the was the lover of Billy Wilder, and Connie was the lover of Elia Kazan. Get down with you, some bad self dowling yeah, and they, Those dowling girls, and they both got thrown over for other women. And so they packed up their gear at the end of the 40s, and they went to Rome. And they lived in Italy, and they made movies in Rome. And, and Doris Dowling made Bitter Rice with, with Silvana Mangano. And, um, and uh, you know, they made movies over there. And then Connie came back over and did some stuff. But Doris Doris was in Lost Weekend. Billy Wilder, she's, the, she's Gloria, the girl who goes... And says, I love, I'm crazy about that hairline. Match. <laughs> Match. And she'll say to her, he'll say, Doris, he'll say, uh, you know, Gloria, well, don't you don't you want to do something? something? She'll say, oh, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> don't be ridiculous. <laughs> but this but is. Blue Dahlia. He comes in. Alan Ladd comes in. He's been, he's been away at war. Seven years. He walks in. And she gives him this look like, home so soon, honey. <laughs> she's cranking tunes she's oh, having she's this wild gorgeous. party and oh yes having an affair with with howard de silva and she's also and- i love it you have to see ward cleaver from leave it to beavers in this film as oh well. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the blue dahlia is great it's raymond chandler's only original screenplay he wrote directly for the movies and um it's veronica i love veronica lake i love veronica lake and and but doris dowling comes in this movie and she is just a dark version of veronica lake she is just you you the minute she comes on you go well this woman's got about five minutes left to live <laughs> <laughs> She's so horrible. March for murder. Yeah, she deserved it, too. We don't want to talk, give away too much stuff. She was a fiend. I think that they should have given her an Academy Award for pulling off that outfit. It's a a pantsuit. It's 
so gorgeous. It's opened in the back. Oh, my God. She's sexy beyond belief in this movie. And she's just as cold as a polar bear's foot. You know, (laughs) I take all the drinks I like whenever and wherever I want to. And people don't go around hitting people. She's She's so great. Oh, my God. There's so many wonderful people. Um, oh my lord, my lord! Yeah, and and you know the, it's too bad as the film noir things started to go out. The other one who ca- who comes to mind automatically is Marie Windsor. I Marie love Windsor. her. There's a oh great my. article in James oh. as well. Marie oh. is so good. Did you ever see the one where she uh, she's this woman and they all these people are she gets murdered i think she's an art dealer or something like that and she kind of looks like joan crawford like a poor man's joan crawford in it i can't remember mm-hmm, the name mm-hmm. well Marie she could Wins- either look like joan crawford or she could look like betty davis at times too she had those big popping eyes which both of them had right you know, i think her crowning achievement except for the killing with stanley kubrick in which she's incredible is the narrow margin the narrow oh, margin. She's so good in that. Whoa, whoa. She's great in that. Charles McGraw. There's a sexy guy. That he boy. was a hunk. He's he not was. well known at all. You wouldn't know his name unless you're no, really into these not. things. Right. Nah, got that voice like that. You know? <laughs> you know, he, he comes in to kill Burt Lancaster in the killers. And I'm sitting there thinking, you know. Take time out for a minute, Chuck. I'd like to see you and Bert, you know, have a little, you know, a little tryst there for a minute. <laughs> oh, oh my God, you know, show me your gun. Oh my God. <laughs> and she, and you know, Charles McGraw also, he's in the birds. You know, he's the captain in the bird. Geez, Mitch, I don't know. I just thought it was gulls after my fish. You know, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I love that movie. I, I do too. I love it. I, but you know, I, I think, I think Marie Windsor, Marie Windsor, uh, you know, she she walked into a film noir and you went, OK, yep, I know right where this is going. This is good. She's you know, she was just great. She, she really like was. Movie. And she was a great, horrible person. She was uh, just a tough little tootsie. And she was wonderful in that film. Um, I really in the narrow margin, I didn't uh, you know. I was a little surprised in that film. That film surprised me a lot. And it's it's actually a very good movie. And maybe everybody, I think you can get, I definitely think you can get that on YouTube if you Google Narrow Margin. Oh, God, yes. It's it's one of the great little thrillers. It's all on a train. Yes. It takes place on a train. And people aren't who who you think they are. And it has wonderful suspense. I recently watched a movie that's just, it's been, kind of hidden for a long time and they just in this last year they brought it out and refurbished it and it's a it's a max opals movie and it's called the reckless moment with james mason and joan bennett oh i saw that oh i love that movie i saw it a long time geraldine uh what's her name is in it that Gerald, yes 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 and uh shepherd stradwick what a Shepherd's great flick as yes. a, in a really nasty part yeah and they, they had remade it in a very good remake actually with tilda swinton in the early 2000s called The Deep End. And both of those movies I recommend, but Narrow, uh, The Reckless Moment is, I never, I you know, as much as of a film noir icon as Joan Bennett was, I never really got her. I, I like her, I watch her, but I never thought she was all that versatile. In this movie, 
playing the housewife who has to cover up a murder she thinks her daughter did, and at the same time act like there's nothing wrong with her family while she's hiding bodies and dealing with blackmailers and stuff. She was amazing in this movie. She, she really was. was. It is a, a yeah. highly recommend that. Also, James Mason. This is James Mason month on TCM. So yeah. if you have yeah, they TCM, should run that. I believe oh. they did. I believe they, they did. Yeah. Oh, I hope so because it was his second movie. His first movie was also for uh, his first movie was Caught. And uh, I love that uh, movie uh, with Barbara Bell Geddes and with yes. my lovely Robert Ryan playing. Uh, allegedly, oh, he's yeah. supposed to be playing like a Howard Hughes kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, Robert Ryan. Yeah, that's a that's a. Those are both very unusual movies, and and I love seeing one of the great things. One of the only things that was good about World War II was that we got that influx of amazing directors who were escaping Nazi Germany, and they brought over all that technique that they had learned at Ufa, and um, and just and just changed the look and feel of American films, especially film noir. They just they just brought it over here, and that's why they look so good. You know, that's why you have the, the Robert Siadmak, and you have you know you have Max Opals, and you have all these and Edgar Omer and all these great directors doing amazing work, and and who and, and just influencing so many countless filmmakers ever since. Yes. Well, I was just talking to someone. I never, I did, haven't seen the remake. I'm going to, but Nightmare Alley, what a great film. Oh, Tyrone wow. is still the gorgeous guy. He hasn't. The most beautiful man ever. Yes. I just, oh my God, the most, and, and just such a good actor. Such he really good, was. He was he such really, a good actor. He really was. He, really was. And he, he, was, he just he wasn't was a pretty so face. Good. He was much, much more. Oh yeah, and that—that that is such a risky film. And he, you know, and I, I love him and Gene Tierney together in The Razor's Edge. I just, oh my God, Gene Tierney was another one. She's just amazing, amazing. I love her, and she was well, the the best is Lever to Heaven, which she. Is, oh yeah, what a and, one of the oh, most memorable characters in in movies of that kind of genre. She was amazingly beautiful and horribly bad and selfish oh, yeah, and narcissist yeah. and just. She told such a she told a wonderful story in her autobiography about how um, she went to to make a movie in London. She went to make um, Night at the City in London, and she was at, she went to a cocktail party, and they said that Noel Coward was coming. And she said, "I was so afraid because I could I heard he could be quite bitchy and quite mean." So she said, "I hid in the kitchen," and she said, "And I was hiding in the kitchen, and I heard him coming, and he I could hear him say, what is that girl? I want to talk to that girl.' What is she working? And finally, he comes into the kitchen. He goes, oh, there you are. I must tell you, Miss Tierney, that I saw David Heaven, and you were absolutely terrified. You were so brilliant. Like I had to hide my head. I never saw such a performance in my life. And he went on and on and on about how she, he completely uh, charmed and uh, surprised her because he was just going on about how good her performance was. She was know? great. I don't care what. She, you know, she was just such a, that, I love that movie. I can watch it over and over again. Oh, God. It's so, you know, and, and she, the way she, all of a sudden, her in Technicolor. Oh my oh God. God. Oh my God. Breathtaking, just, breathtaking. Well, Daryl Zanuck said she was the most beautiful girl he ever saw. And he saw a lot of beautiful girls, and he had a lot of them at Fox. Linda Darnell in Fallen Angel. That's oh. one of my favorite films. She God. is so good. I love Dana Andrews in this, but oh. I'm a big fan of Dana Andrews. And also, this was Alice Faye's big chance to be a dramatic actress. I love the story yeah. with this one, is that. She was supposed to 
so much for Parker Cut because Linda Darnell was so good. When she saw the screening, she got in her car, drove away, and never came back, Alice Faye. Yeah. But she also got drunky well, poo and would, would call Dana Andrews and be like, drunky poo, ooh la la poo. I love that about, <laughs> that I heard about Alice Faye. She had the hots for, uh, well, for yeah. Dana. Well, I, I heard, uh, you know, also it has Linda Darnell. I am sorry. She is so glorious. And it has one of the first open mouthed kisses in it. Do you they see the right way? Exactly. He slobbers all see that, over you can even it. see a little spit going between yes, their lips. Yes, the big old part. Dana goes to town, man. He goes. He, does that. he later said to his daughter that he said Linda Darnell was a really good kisser. <laughs> I bet. I mean, he's like, Ooh, can you imagine? And he's the shoving she, his tongue she, down her throat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's so insolent. You know, and he says, at one point he says, well, I don't want you going out with anybody. She goes, wait till, you, wait, wait till we're married and then ask me what you want me to do. And he goes, we're almost married. And she's drinking coffee. She looks up at him. And she goes, hmm, hmm. I love it. <laughs> like, and, and with that poor victory. guy who loves her so much. Oh, shut oh, up. You make me Percy sick. Kilbert, you make me sick. <laughs> he, had his, he, ate his, he had his coffee. Make him pay for it. She's and, and, chowing and, down on his hamburger. Yeah. And Charles Bickford. Oh, wow. Well, you know, I knew you'd be back. All right. So I'm back. Oh, God. Stella, you're not going away, are you, Stella? She's like like the waitress in town that every man in town goes to have coffee with every morning because she's just like, she's just like flies to, to honey she's she just really is. she's, she's gorgeous. so sultry and and who and as a waitress you're going in and the way she pours coffee the way she looks the way she says she looks at dana andrews and she says donut as if it's like she's offering <laughs> something you know like donut means a lot more you know donut <laughs> oh, well that's and definitely on youtube you can definitely Oh, Hanover Square! Oh, I love oh, I yeah. love that actor. I'm oh, blanking on him. Laird Krieger. Yes, he was oh. wonderful. Poor guy, trying to be a leading man, losing all that weight so quickly, and he was so young. My goodness, and he was so gay. Of that course, was he was. You know, he was so gay, and he was trying to get leading man right. status. He was good friends with Tyrone, but Tyrone wouldn't didn't, wouldn't hang around with him socially because he was too flamboyant. Well, he, you know? Tyrone hung out with uh, Caesar Romero. He was big well, friends with him. Hung out with him? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I heard that allegedly yeah. they had a little fling ding ding. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Tyrone. You know, who didn't want Tyrone? And you know, if when you're that beautiful. If they want you and you want them, do it. You know? Exactly. I mean, I mean, it's not for me to say anything, but I. Yeah. You, you and Johnny Mathis. It's not for me to say. <laughs> <laughs> I can just put my allegedly's out there because I don't know for a fact. But that's what I do to save my skin because I am true stories of Tinseltown, so I can't really that's just right, say. That's right, that's so that's right, why I do my allegedly's unless I pretty much, you know, and, and I pretty much know a lot of the stuff and I really believe it. But well, yeah, still, I have know, to say I mean, allegedly. Like it's all stuff that's been flying around for a long time. But he was just, he was breathtakingly beautiful. God, he was gorgeous. And he also wore ascots. Come on, mm-hmm. baby. Uh, you and your ascots. He rocked it. He rocked it. Do you want to talk about, just briefly, Harry sure. Craig? Oh, God. You know, the, I think, I always felt that was one of the closest to her. And I always felt she got rooked out of an Oscar nomination. She was for so Harriet good Craig. in that. Oh my God. She was yeah. so good in that. Poor Wendell. Really, Corey. Really was. 
Uh, oh, Wendell Corey. You know, Wendell Corey gets is very underrated. I he love him really, very he, much. He was a good actor. He really was. He, act op- he acted opposite all those ladies. He and you know he and um, Sterling Hayden both survived acting opposite all those heavy duty ladies. You know, and and um, you know Wendell Corey would could turn up really interesting work. You know, I, he, I did last last year for Christmas. I did uh, Holiday Affair with Robert Mitchum. And, oh, my uh, heart and, broke for him. So here's this uh, little drama. She knows Robert Mitchum for two days, and he yeah. he gets wrong out of. I just adore Wendell Corey in this film. Yeah, and he's great in Rear Window too. He comes I love him as a cop friend. He's yeah, fabulous. He's so logical and real, just a real guy. And you cute, know? just looking at you know, like her overnight bag and the whole oh, thing. Yeah. He's just adorable, and you know, he's yeah. fabulous in all these movies. He he was in the file of Thelma Jordan. He was in. Yeah, um, I love him in that. I think that's yes. a great. Movie. I think that's one of Stan. That one, those two that she did the same year. That one and No Man of Her Own are two of my. I favorite love No Man movies. of Her Own. That is such yeah. a good movie. And um, it's, it, it, uh, you guys have to check them out. Just try to Google them or go to On Demand and look for these movies because they are so wonderful. And so, right? you want to spice up your turkey day? This is the way to do it. That's there's right. nothing like having, there's nothing like cold turkey and a little murder. <laughs> <laughs> With delicious dames, Dan, dastardly delicious dames. dames. That's right. That's right. Well, Steve, I think we should end this, even though it's been a barrel laugh. This is going to be a two-parter, believe it or not, because we went an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, well, I, I couldn't be more delighted, and I thank you, and I thank your view, your your listeners. Jamie, for, a.k.a. Jamie, Monty Barrigan. Jamie. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. And um, I hope that they all have happy holidays, and happy holidays to you, my dear. Thanks so much. You're I, wonderful. I Thanks can't for- wait till you come back on. Steve's going to, he, he says he wants to come on every couple of months, so I am thrilled. <laughs> you know your stuff. Tell everybody your YouTube site. I will okay, link them, of okay. course. Tell everybody uh, right the second. Okay. Tired old queen. Yeah, tired old queen at the Steve Hayes. Tired old queen at the movies. So check it out, everybody. Steve, you are absolutely fabulous. Thank you, everybody. Happy Turkey Day. For those of you who don't have Thanksgiving, just happy day. And watch some of these great films and check out these great broads. and They're wonderful. And just happy day. And thank you, everybody. I'm so grateful for you all for listening. For reals. Thank you, everybody. And thank you, Steve. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Stories of Tinseltown. They're not only gone.